Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today's episode 626. And we're dealing with another one of those monsters in the eliminating or mastering monsters uh, framework to overcome those obstacles and barriers that get in the way. Today, we're talking about living in the past. Living in the past is one of the monsters that gets in our way, that trips us up, keeps us from being all that we can be, and it's not hard to understand. That happens. We, we ruminate a lot about something that may have happened in the past that we feel bad about or something that someone else did to us or that happened. It wasn't someone doing something an opportunity that was missed, you know, uh, it's too late, oh, I should have done this, or I'm so feeling bad that I did that or didn't do that. All those things happen, and our goal today is to talk about where that comes from, how it affects us, and how to fix it. So where it comes from, well, we all have experiences every day. There's no, you know, there's no question about that and there's no avoiding it. We don't have any experiences and we're not doing anything. So experiences, we talked yesterday or, uh, about failure and that it's really just the art and science of challenging boundaries and it isn't uh, permanent. Like failure isn't permanent. What if I fail is a question that often keeps us from starting. And we talked about that yesterday and some things to get around it. When things happen, and this can be good things or, or bad things, I guess bad defined as stuff we didn't want. Sometimes those things turn out to be the best, but at the moment we might think they're bad. When good things happen, sometimes we're tempted to just lay in or stay in that moment and not move on. It's wonderful when beautiful things happen, when results come, when things we were doing come to fruition, when you finish a book, when you finish an album, when a relationship blossoms, when someone says yes to a big project you've proposed, or, you, know, you sign a big client. All of those things are positive when you make a big change in who you're being in the world and you start to see the effects of some difficult work or, or arduous work that you've been doing over some period of time. Those are all fabulous. And there's no, and no I don't want to create any idea that I'm saying they're anything but fabulous. And we should enjoy them and rejoice and share and all of those good things. And there is a, also a true fact that the days go by. One of the things we talked about a little while ago was we, God always gives us a second chance. And that the name of it is called tomorrow. 
Well, that is a powerful thought if you're struggling with a failure or a disaster or a shortcoming or a, a bad outcome of a, doesn't matter, a choice, a relationship, whatever. But tomorrow also comes when we've had success. And so let's play with that for a minute. If, if a success is gigantic, suddenly you create a product, it goes viral, and you make a billion dollars. So then all the worry you might have felt about making enough money evaporates. All of a sudden you have more money than you perhaps ever thought you would, and you don't even know what to do. You still now, at this moment, need to focus on and make choices about your new reality. So you have now become a person with considerable resources. What will you do with that? If I or you stay living in the past of that enormous success, no matter what it was, we're not going to be very effective in the present. So living in the past, even in big success, is a waste of the resources that you now have, and it's a waste of your heart. If your heart and divine potential brought you to a big victory, imagine what's next. Imagine what else you can do, right? Our growth never ends. We're on a, a trajectory of growing upward on a continuous basis. So living in the past, even in big success, is a waste. Living in the past because of a failure, that's really more obvious because that gets more attention, right? It be, makes you afraid to try things. Uh, it makes you convinced. You have a story now that I'll fail and I can't do this. You might have a story that's beyond my reach. It's too late. It's not my time. It's not my season any way of expressing the fear that says, oh, I'm not doing that again, right? Well, so let's just do a funny example from real life. Uh, I used to work in an auto body shop when I was a teenager. And to get ready, to get the cars ready to paint, you had to tape them. And you use masking tape and a paper, brown paper. And it came on rolls that had a place for the masking tape and then the, the roll of paper and there were 12 inch pieces of paper or 18 inch pieces of paper and 16 in, or six inch pieces of paper and they were there and you would pull off you know a, a long piece and the tape would lay on the edge of the paper so it was half on and half off and then you'd tear it off there were little teeth there and then you'd cover up windows and chrome on the side or bumpers or wheels or whatever needed to be covered could, that you didn't want car paint on, right? When a car was taped up like that, then it needed to be put in the paint booth. And if there were two, three cars to paint, they'd need to go outside and wait because you wanted the space inside the shop to be available to do body work or sanding or whatever needed to be done to get the next car ready. So that meant driving in a weird way because the windows are all taped up. You can't see anything. So the guy that owned the shop was really good at it. He, he could jump in the car, and he had the, the driver door open, and his arm was resting on that, on the, on the armrest on the door, and he was kind of crouched down on his right foot, his hand on the steering wheel, or on his left foot, sorry, his hand on the steering wheel, and his right foot was in there operating the gas and the brake. So he put it in reverse, and he was super skilled at driving in reverse, looking over his shoulder, driving da 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 and then putting the car where it needed to be. 
Well, he's the only person I've ever seen that drove well looking backwards. I tell that story because living in the past is like driving looking in the rearview mirror. One thing is guaranteed. If you drive in the rearview mirror, you're going to crash. I tell the funny story because, you know, he was driving mostly backwards, and so he was looking over his shoulder, and he was quite excellent at it and could drive cars in and out faster than, ah, you know, it would be scary when, when I watched him. And I, you know, I was a teenager, and so I would impress easily anyway, but whatever. If you drive looking in the rearview mirror or focused on the past, you're going to crash. At a minimum, you're going to miss the opportunities in front of you. You're very likely going to, especially if you're trying to go forward. Now, if the only way you want to go is backwards, okay. But if you're trying to go forward in your life and create something new, especially if something didn't work well, something failed or broke, you're going to crash. So driving in the rearview mirror is not good. That means whatever happened, you, we don't pretend it away. Sometimes when things happen, there are consequences. I've told the story of my dog with a limp, broke his foot when he was young, you know, just a puppy, and then had a limp for the rest of his life. I went in the hospital in 2018, and my lungs got trashed, and so I have lung issues, and they told me probably forever. Okay. So there are, pa- there are effects from past events that you have to learn to mitigate, right? We're right in the middle of this insane invasion of Ukraine by Russia, and the effects of that are going to go on for years, no matter how, how it goes. The effects are going to go on for years. We've had a, now a, a ridiculous invasion and war in our time. The economy over there is going to be tanked. People are isolating you know, the Russian economy, and there's going to be serious repercussions, probably for a year, years, I mean, many years, and maybe a decade or more. And those are long-term consequences. Even with long-term consequences, you need, I need, we need to look forward and get past those. So the best tool to get past those is forgiveness. And what I mean by that is not pretending away the mistakes. It is not acting like things didn't happen. It is not ignoring the very real consequences like the limp or the lungs or whatever. You can't ignore those. You have to factor them in and work with them. What is damaging is to continue to carry anger. So examples are rampant. Uh, The coronavirus originated, we think, in some laboratory in in China. Then there's anti-Asian hate crimes. There are uh, crimes against different kinds of ethnic things. I thought about that one because I talked to a client the other day who is Asian and has experienced that. So let's say this invasion ends to continue to attack Russian people when it was a madman at the top that did this would be an unintended and stupid consequence. And so forgiveness means to offer no resistance. And what that means is all the time we spend sitting around saying, that shouldn't happen, that shouldn't happen, they were wrong, they were stupid, and ranting about that does exactly nothing. If you can take mitigating action, you should. And if you are able to help, you should. You should do what you can to move forward. But the energy spent in ranting or wringing your hands accomplishes nothing except hurting you 
preventing you from doing good. So if I wring my hands and rage at the television because of the total injustice and insanity going on, I'm not doing any good. Instead, I can write a check and donate to the relief fund. I can see what other opportunities there are. Those are actions. And doing those with a heart of love toward those being hurt is important. Carrying rage toward negative the perpetrators solves nothing and serves no one. So forgiveness to me and for me has been the great liberation tool. I hated myself for a long time for all the things I did wrong and I was living in the past. If I'd only this, if I'd only that, oh no, at rehashing and rehashing and all that did was make me debilitated and unable to move forward, unable to be of the use that I could be right now. So that is a fundamental truth. Another thing that living in the past often does is it prevents us from good and appropriate self-care. We're frustrated either because we're mad at somebody else for what they did or mad at ourselves for what we did. We tend to neglect ourselves, sleep, nutrition, health, body weight, all of those kinds of things. There is no benefit there. Who has been benefited? The person that was hurt, whether you hurt them, if you hurt someone, they're not benefited by that. The person that hurt you, if you carry around anger and you then you live in that frustration, they're not punished by that. So what you're really doing by um, ignoring or neglecting your self-care is hurting yourself. Uh, it's been said, uh, drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Well, that's kind of a gruesome but true description of what happens. And so why not forgive? Why not let things be as they are? Do all the work you possibly can do to restore justice and good to the world, but carrying anger toward others or self-loathing toward yourself serves no one, does not bring about justice, does not bring more love, kindness, and growth into the world. So living in the past whether it is on, you know, dwelling forever. Uh, someone described that as shining trophies from the past, right? Instead of coming into the present and doing the good that you can do. Or in a negative way, remaining angry at, debilitated by uh, something that you did or someone else did in the past. The best answer that I have for that is to love and serve. I'm not saying run up and hug someone who did evil things to you. Maybe that's possible or appropriate in some circumstance. But I am saying dropping the negativity and serving whoever you can that's around you with a full and open heart. That is healing. That creates growth. And that takes away the weight of the monster of the past. That has rescued me from depression and addictions by forgiving myself, making all the amends that I can, but committing regardless of whether or not someone accepts my changes and who I am today or, or anything else, serving everyone I can. Being a person who chooses to live in love and service every day today as best I can and not carrying any baggage from the past. 
Now, one temptation I've had, and maybe you too, is there's always a, yeah, but this is different. Yeah, but if you knew how bad, there are no exceptions. There will be justice at some point and in some way that's way over my pay grade. And I'm grateful for that. When I've been angry, my version of justice would have been wrong. When others were angry at me, their version of justice on me would have been wrong. We don't possess the ability to truly factor that in. That belongs to the purview of the divine. So what can we do? We can just love. We can make a choice to love. And if we can't love a certain person or a certain person remains hateful toward us, don't let that get in the way of you discovering, developing, and serving your heart out with your divine gifts. I know from my own experience, if you choose to do that, it's a quick ticket to improve any day, to lift your spirits, and to move and enjoy quickly and regularly your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your feet on the